Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. For the third time in a week, a U.S. Navy destroyer entered Chinese waters, but that's not the right way to describe it. Chinese declared waters. Big difference and incredibly important. And I would argue, not having any other information than what I'm about to share with you, good on the U.S. Navy. I don't mind testing China. There is an argument made by people like John Yu and and, and others uh, that for all of China's bluster and all of China's angry and how dare you do this and you've insulted us here and you need to rethink this, that, and the other. Paper tiger. Meaning that at the first punch in the face, China will fall down. That's the reality. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Would love to hear from you. What do you want to talk about? Feel free. Hey, uh, I'm leaving it to you today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. The USS Benfold demonstrating its commitment to a free and open Indo-Pacific. Well, that's... Uh, as I said, uh, I'm I'm cool with this. This is perfect. This is purposeful. This is an early Burke class destroyer, by the way. It has a suite, uh, the Aegis Combat System suite, anti-aircraft missiles, anti-submarine warfare, towered sonar array. This thing is meant to find the enemy and then kill the enemy. That's what it's supposed to do. Now, it has entered and sailed through the Taiwan Strait. You got to look at a map. Got to understand what it is that we're looking at here and understand what the issue is. The Taiwan Strait is some pretty dang important stuff. It is the waterway between Taiwan and mainland China. It's a small, small distance. And that small, small distance is, of course, what makes China think it can take Taiwan back and and a one-China policy and all that jazz. So now you've got the USS Benfold just sailing through. And China's like, well, what do we do about this? We want everybody to know that the Taiwan Strait is international waters. Beijing claims sovereignty over Taiwan and therefore wants to claim sovereignty over the strait. So they consider the Taiwan Strait part of its own internal waters. The U.S. Navy says, no, 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 these are international waters. Here, we'll show you. A couple of guys uh, had some, did some fishing. Uh, One of them caught a trout. Hold on, hold on. I I don't believe you necessarily catch trout in the Taiwan Strait. Maybe you do. I don't know. Not much of a fisherman. I don't think they actually went fishing. That's just the dream I have, the, the vision I have of them going through. But certainly upsetting to the Communist Chinese Party. Good. You're not special. You're not important. You're not in charge. You don't decide anything. 
You don't decide anything. That's all there is to it. What makes you think you are special? Because we have taken a poll and we have determined that you are not special. You're not. Why would anybody think otherwise? I love this. I absolutely love this move from the U.S. Navy. If anything, it's a little bit heartening to see them engage with this touch of aggression. A reminder, hey, whoa, 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 we may have problems, but we're still us and you're still you. Remember, every conversation about military preparedness has to start with the Navy. Not the Air Force, not the Army, not the Marines. It has to start with the Navy. There was a report last week about how uh, the these service branches are having issues meeting their recruiting goals. Well, no kidding. The military is terrible. The military is awful. Law enforcement is terrible. Law enforcement is awful. Wrap it all together. These people are terrible and awful. Why would you want to be a part of it? You create enough hate for your nation, you will deal with the consequences therein. We do need good, qualified, decent people. That much is true. Speaking of good, qualified, decent people, none of them right now are in New York leadership because after Congressman Lee Zeldin got attacked, his attacker was let free. All right. You made bail or maybe you're out on your own recognizance, whatever whatever it is. So you brought a knife and you walked up onto the stage and you tried to stab a, a member of Congress. That's That's no big deal, is it? I discussed this on Fox News over the weekend. Tony, is New York supporting criminals more than victims? We should note that on a federal level, he was charged as well. And also, uh, he was once again arrested. Larry O'Connor, radio host from WMAL in Washington, D.C., I think had it best. If you wanted to create an ad that would most help Lee Zeldin show the lack of seriousness on crime in New York, it's this. Attacked with a knife, that blade uh, kind of situation, mm-hmm. and the guy is let out of jail exactly as Lee Zeldin said he would be. Uh, the, the story speaks for itself on the level of lawlessness in New York and other places run by Democratic governors and mayors. Bradley. It is just true. It is just factual. Now, the attacker was arrested on a federal assault charge. There's no other way to describe it. This guy claims he didn't know who Zeldin was. I think there was a conversation. I was pretty drunk. You had a damn knife in your hand. And it wasn't even a knife. It was like picture picture brass knuckles. But uh, there were two blades like in, in this. They look like arrowheads. Right? So actually the whole thing is looks like a cat. That's what it looks like. It looks like a cat and little cat ears. But the cat ears are a blade. And then the two eye holes, that's where you put your fingers through. And you hold on to it and you punch. Producer Ari carries on with him at all times. You never know. You, you never, ever know when you're going you're gonna to have a problem. And producer Ari likes to be ready. I have no problem with this weapon existing. I certainly have a problem with walking up to anybody and basically threatening with them threatening it with them as this guy has this in his right hand he i think it's his right hand he's saying to lee zeldin you're done do you mean i'm done speaking or is my life done which one is it thank goodness some people tackled this dude 
but he was let out from the New York system exactly, exactly as Lee Zeldin said it would happen. How is that not the most perfect ad campaign for the Zeldin team to say this is why we need a change in leadership in New York? This is why we need it. You can't trust these people. You saw somebody get attacked with a knife and everyone's like, well, it's okay. It's cool. It's fine. No big deal. That's something else. These are not the only two stories going on out there. I wanted to bring this to your attention. Because, you know, I watched the January 6th committee hearings. So you don't have to. I watch them so you don't have... It's because I love you. It's because I care. Don't don't ever question whether or not I care, Boo Bear. Oh, oh, I care. I absolutely, positively care. So here is uh, what we know. That Thursday night hearing, that primetime hearing... 17.7 million people watch this thing. And people are like, you see? You see, it's picking up steam. Oh, my gosh. Everybody. Everybody wants to be a part of this. Oh, everyone's taking it so seriously. No, it's 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 not. 20 million people watched the first one, which was also a prime time. Ten networks aired it. Newsmax decided not to air it this time around. The daytime hearings average 11.2 million viewers. Here's the number that matters. 77% of those who viewed this were 55 and older. Only just over 700,000, 705,000, according to the Nielsen ratings, were 18 to 34. Now, I was told... The Democrats do well with the young folk. I assume assume they're called the folk, right? Everyone's called the folks. The folk or the folks. 700,000, they didn't even get a million people? You mean there's 17.7 million? Only the 0.7 million was 18 to 34? Uh, that, That signals to me two things. A, just a, a kind of basics of who's watching cable news or maybe news in general. And B, the level of interest this brings to a younger generation. And how many of those 17 million were watching because they were me? Remember, I watched. I actually sat there and I watched the thing and I said, dear God, how many bad life choices did I actually make? The answer is a is is a couple made a I made a couple of bad uh couple of bad life choices there. I don't know, just just drop it into norm. Just naturally happens. Um but if 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 I'm watching, how many of that 17.7 million were watching because well, they were disgusted by what they saw. The numbers aren't telling us enough. 
They don't tell us that even 10% of the population was watching. They don't show, show us who within the 17.7 the, the, uh, million were actually angry uh, with Trump about what it is they saw or, th- or that any of it would move uh, the, the, the elections. So I, this, this, this information, while, while interesting, is, is radically incomplete. But based on the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Based on the anecdotal I don't still see where this is moving people. I don't see where this is the thing that that has them changing their vote on any level. And I don't think those people who've been pushing this story uh, see it changing anything either. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. went on Meet the Press and being a radical made a comparison that is, well, obscene. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's always a pleasure, guys. I'm going to play it for you. This is from Meet the Press. Al Gore, I guess, still wants to be relevant. And when talking about climate, he said this. Uh, the one thing that Senator Manchin said that I really agree with is that if we want more pro-climate policies, we need to elect more pro-climate uh, senators and representatives in both parties. And we've got an election coming up and uh, this is time for all of us to step up you know the climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in uvalde texas who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred they heard the screams they heard the gunshots and uh, nobody stepped forward and Can we just take a moment? When your ideology is all-encompassing, it takes your humanity. And when that happens, you make statements like this. You make statements like, oh, yeah, climate deniers, just like, uh, you know, all those dead kids in Uvalde. You didn't do anything. No, the difference is I would have opened the door in Uvalde. I don't ascribe to the idea of of, uh, anthropogenic global warming to the extent that we're going to somehow just stop carbon emissions and have a total reversal of societal progress. This is an obscenity. But leave it to the radically ideological to engage in it. This is who they are. God bless those families who've suffered so much and Law enforcement officials tell us that's not typical of what uh, law enforcement usually does. 
and confronted with this global emergency, what we're doing with our inaction and failing to walk through the door and stop the killing uh, is not typical of what we are capable of as human beings. He doubled down. He makes the despicable analogy once and then repeats it. He thought about this. He planned this. This was his talking point Point going in to meet the press. And then, oh, those poor families. You're using their kids for your own ideological purposes. Why? Because you don't have any humanity. Your ideology comes first. They've been telling us it's the end of times vis-a-vis the climate for 40 years. We don't believe you. We do believe there might be better ways to, uh, you know, deal with pollution. Well, show us the science. We're all in on that. We've got no issue with solar or wind, but you can't run a country on them. They just don't work. You can't do away with oil. Or, or gas. We should aggressively look at nuclear power. This is how rational people should act. Ideological people believe you shouldn't have access to air conditioning and he should be allowed to fly in a private jet because, after all, he's saving the world from you. And any horror that he can make connection to, hot diggity, that's all right. Something else. It's something else to see this this pervasive evil. And understand that Al Gore thinks he's good. We do have the solutions. And I think these extreme events that are getting steadily worse and more severe are really beginning to change minds. We have to have uh, unity as a nation to come together and stop making this a political football. It shouldn't be a partisan issue. But it is a partisan issue because what you have said is agree with me or you're a client and climate denier. And I've said to you, here's some science I want you to look at. And you've said to me, we don't look at that science. You've said the only answer is you stop having a carbon footprint. I've said maybe there are three other answers. And you said climate denier. We don't have the answers. You have an ideological desire and you want to implement it on the American people. Their rights and their lives be damned. Their right to push back on you. You're disgusting for using Uvalde in your comparison. I'm Tony Katz. Nope does 44 million. Producer Ari, did you see Nope, the latest Jordan Peele film? I did. What'd you think? Thumbs up. So, better than... Did you see the other ones, Us and and, uh, Get Out? I did. How does this rank in that? Oh, I mean, it's they're all on the same level. I think Get Out is in a class of its own, but this one's definitely... It's really good. You'll be be happy with it. Good. 
People, they, they talk about Jordan Peele, right? Uh, Key and Peele. And I think he spent a brief time on Saturday Night Live. And it's amazing. Uh, sometimes what people do isn't recognized in that spot. They need their own world in order to show what they're all about. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Uh, they get upset with him because he hires black actors. And I don't know why anybody's upset with, 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 the, with the man. You're a director. You hire anybody you dang well please. You want to hire black actors? Go ahead. You want to hire Asian actors? Go ahead. White actors? Go ahead. You know what you want for your movie. You've got the visual in your head. Go to it. Don't tell me I have to have this. That's what the Oscars do. Well, you got to have this kind of cast in order to be eligible for Best Picture. Well, then I guess I'm not getting Best Picture. Kiss off. Because that's not how it works. That is not how it works. It works that a director has a vision. Go live your vision, man. You, you, you make the movie. If they gave you the money to make the movie, you have the money to make the movie, you go make the movie. It's that simple. I don't know anything about Jordan Peele. I don't know if he's just a normal dude or he's got an axe to grind or if he's a downright bigot or or he's just, you know, making movies the way he wants to and who cares what anybody thinks, which is what I'm hoping it is. I've never asked. When I make movies, I'm not asking anybody's permission on how I cast. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to get who I need. And that's it. That's all I'm going to do. Producer Ari is going to be my assistant, which is going to be a lot of fun for him because I can't. I can imagine me on a movie set being a very interesting type. Vince McMahon has retired from the WWE. This is the man who made the WWE. It was his father who created uh, the company, and Vince was like, "I know what to do here." and turned it into one of the biggest entertainment uh, companies in the world. He sent hush money to a female employee, not just some, $3 million to cover up an affair. Um, it, was, it, was it his money? Or was it the fact that he had... A, a um a relationship with an employee was it was it consensual or we don't care about that right i don't i don't think we do because wasn't that the whole conversation about uh power isn't this exactly what we said um oh who was the one uh, oh that's right jeff zucker over at cnn yeah he was in the consensual relationship with one of his uh executives but he was still the guy in charge and sorry based on the rules you gotta go so you know uh he's got vince mcmahon has to go end of an era then there's the story that i don't even know why it's news this is a story about elon musk here's the report things may have changed Here's the report. Elon Musk begged Google co-founder Sergey Brin for forgiveness over alleged affair with wife. I swear to you, I don't know why this is a story. I don't know why I know this. 
Elon Musk had an affair with Sergey Brin's wife. I don't... So they, they hooked up, and the next thing you know, Brin files for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. Uh, I am looking at Sergey Brin's wife, and I want to say for the record, I think Elon has crush, questionable taste in women. I... I have a very different look of beauty than other people. And, and I know, how dare you comment on people's looks uh, because I'm alive. I didn't say she's a bad person. I am just saying that's who you decide to have an affair with? <sighs> You're Elon Musk. You know, it's $300 billion. You could, You can do better. By the way, Sergey Brin, what was it? Was he got fifty billion? He could have done better. I don't know. Maybe she's got a great personality. I'm not gonna judge the relationship. Just a little, just a little surprised. That's that's all. More surprised that anybody thought somehow and in some way, uh, we should know this. This is this is about attacking Elon Musk, right? This is about continuing to beat down Elon Musk. Elon Musk um can't can't be acceptable. Elon Musk is awful. Elon Musk is a problem. I don't I don't care who he had an affair with. It doesn't matter. It means means nothing. Absolutely nothing to me. And I don't think it should mean anything to, to anybody else as well. Why are we engaged in this story? I bring it up as a story that shouldn't be. But this is what happens when media decides, hmm, we have to ruin so-and-so. Because that's what this is about. It's about ruining someone. And I, I remind me, uh, producer Ari, I've got a one-two on uh, uh, Carmel, Indiana, that that I got to get into. I absolutely have to get uh, into it. But I, I again, one more story. There's a story about um, a, a, a guy who was in a hospital this is this is on on twitter where um this this girl on twitter this woman on twitter wildly popular i mean half half a million followers on twitter i don't know why i don't know how it works but but a leftist you know the the kind of person who tweets things out like maybe someday women in america will have as many rights as gun do guns do that's that that's her tweet Maybe someday women in America will have as many rights as guns do. Well, you're you are the uh, you're the Walt Whitman of our time. And uh, she tweeted out, "If I ever walk into a business and Fox News is playing on TV, I'm walking the blank out. Would you join me?" All, all right. Trust me, I would have liked to have walked out of many an airport, but no, no, it's the only game in town, and they're playing that garbage CNN. But what are you going to do? And a guy writes, I was in a hospital for a while. 
was watching MSNBC when the surgeon came in and switched my TV to Fox News. I told her we weren't going to have any conversation until she switched back to my channel. I asked for a different doctor and filed a formal complaint. Who believes that story? I was in the hospital a while ago, this guy writes, was watching MSNBC when the surgeon came in and switched my TV to Fox. Wait, wait, were you on the operating table? Were you just in his office? At what moment did the surgeon say, here, I'm changing the channel? I told her we weren't going to have any conversation until she switched back to my channel. I asked for a different doctor and filed a formal complaint. First, why did you call her she? Did you ask her pronouns? My God, you're disgusting. Second, who believes this story? No one. No one believes this story. As someone responded, I was there. I saw the whole thing. Right after that, the doctor proclaimed, this is a MAGA hospital. That's so awesome. That didn't happen. Why do people say things that clearly never, never, ever happened? But let's get back to this first part. What's with the tough guy thing? If I ever walk into a business and Fox News is playing on TV, I'm walking the blank out. Would you join me? No. Chances are we don't shop in the same spots. I don't shop in whatever you know, weak, woke-ass places you walk into. I have walked into many an establishment that has CNN or MSNBC going. If I'm in a sports bar, and sometimes, you know, there's not sports, so they're just playing things. Or, you know, at a bar at a restaurant, they'll have lots of TVs. If one has uh, CNN, one has MSNBC, one has Fox, is that, a, is that an issue? What if they have CNBC and Fox Business? Is that also a... Everyone needs something to be angry about, right? Everyone needs to show how good and woke they are. That's all this is. She just wants to be a scold and thinks that, you know, everybody's with her. Well, how could you not be with her? What she's saying is so incredibly important. She needs to show you who she is. She needs to show you how good she is. I mean, that's that's something else. My advice to you is uh, get what you need from the store and then leave. And if you really don't want to go to the store anymore, uh, don't go to the store. Good on you. I don't think you have to tweet about it. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Dude, the trailer for Wakanda Forever... Um, looks more tearjerker than uh, than action film, but it 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 is out, people. I, I'm not going. To, I mean, do I deliver what what this what this is about? Do we know who the new Black Panther is? Because it, it's one of the few characters that I mean. There are other ones. You could have another Black Panther. Now, I don't know exactly how they do it because they destroyed all the whatchamacallit stuff. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. 
I, I don't know what they call the stuff, producer. Sorry. You know what I'm talking about? No. The stuff that the Black Panther drinks to get the powers of the Black Panther. They didn't destroy it all. If you watched the movie, they found another flower at the end. Oh, okay. So they, 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 re- they rebuilt some more? Yeah, you got to get your Marvel facts straight. I'm pretty good. Eh, the whatchamacallits. Yeah, the whatchamacallit. I didn't remember at the moment. But, you know, I was, I was close. I was close indeed. Uh, I, I think this movie's going to do well. People are going to do it um, just uh, just to uh, see what they do, how uh, they they deal with this. You're talking about the death of Chadwick Boseman here, passed away in 2020. He had cancer while he was doing the movies. I mean, it's it's stunning the work that he was able to do while going through that. Uh, meanwhile, in the city of Carmel, Indiana, there's a twofer of stories. One that I'm very confused by. I need answers. I need inside scoop. The deputy chief was uh, suspended and it was recommended for termination. This happened in June and it was, quote, due to multiple allegations of inappropriate behavior. Rubbing on this woman, kissing that woman. I mean, it was a whole weird thing. And it was recommended by the chief of police, Jeff Horner, that the police merit board fire the deputy chief. Now, the Carmel chief of police, Jeff Horner, has resigned. So the guy who recommended that his deputy be fired has now resigned. What the hell's going on? Does Carmel think they're going to get through this and not tell us what happened? Because this is what Carmel thinks. Oh, no, don't pay any attention to the media. Don't worry about it. Don't answer the questions. Uh, Build another roundabout. Everything will be okay. Oh, no, no, you don't understand how great we are. You're the enemy. And that's the way Carmel tends to operate uh, from from an elected official level. It shouldn't. But I have been both a personal witness to this uh, as it's happened uh, to me and of course uh, the idea that when they have issues like for example with the school system we don't seem to get answers they recommend that the deputy be be fired and then the chief resigns what happened I want answers to the question then there's the story of Carmel High School which according to the Daily Caller received a $10,000 grant from something called the It Gets Better Project. I remember when something like that came out. It was years ago, but I didn't know what it was doing since. This, um, These dollars, these $10,000, they're utilizing to create a community-wide pride event. Supposedly, the money um, is, is utilized to promote gender ideology and support gender sexuality alliance clubs which we have seen and the reporting has been trying to get kids to change gender and, and, and push that kind of ideology. So in the Carmel High School, they're going to create a community-wide pride event. And uh, there are documents that have been obtained by Parents Defending Education. They've got a fundraiser on GoFundMe to help a transgender student run away from home. First, there are no transgender students. Students can't change their gender. They can make claims. They can make statements. They cannot change their gender. You're telling me that Carmel High School is working to raise money for so a kid can run away 
and Carmel High School is allowing this? I mean, I'm staring at the fundraiser on GoFundMe right now. It makes the claim we are the CHS Gender Sexuality Alliance raising fun, fundraising on behalf of a Carmel High School student who needs to raise money to get out of an abusive household. Um, whatever the situation may be, and we may agree to disagree on what the situation is once we knew all the facts, we've got a high school group Raising money to, to help kids run away. And Carmel High School is okay with this? No. I know the principal is new, but there may be a group here that needs to be shut down. Because this is child endangerment coming from other children. What are we talking about here? I'm going to be digging in on both of these stories. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.